When I Open podcast may feature language, mature themes, and violence. This is your trigger warning. Hello, you are listening to When I Open, a true crime podcast where I talk about crimes ranging from urban legends to serial killers and how they are portrayed in the media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Tate's Guide to the Perfect Crime. Hey, and welcome to the technically first official episode of Scary Tales. I am your host, Tate. I use they, them pronouns, and I have a very exciting announcement. We have now hit over 100 plays. So, (laughs) thank you so much to all my listeners, and welcome to new ones. At this point, I've only celebrated with a cake by myself, but I'm going to think of something to do for my listeners because this podcast is for both of us, mostly me to explode my strange hyperfixation onto all of you, but you all made this possible. So thank you so much. And now we are going to get into the slightly depressing part of the episode. And today I will be talking about Jonestown. And this is a very sad story, so I will be adding... An additional trigger warning for suicide. The People's Temple Agricultural Project, or as we now know it as Jonestown, was a, pul- was a cult in Guyana, formed by a man named Jim Jones in 1955. The establishment shared more with the biblical church and Christian revival movements than with Marxism. It purported to practice what it called is apostolic socialism. In doing so, the temple preached that those who remained drugged with the opiate of religion had been brought to enlightenment, socialism. Jones had moved his cult around and settled in Guyana because he thought the location was poor, small, and independent enough for him to easily obtain influence and official protection. The Guyanese... Guyanese? I don't think it's Guyanese. The Guyanese government approved the lease and even allowed Jones to receive drugs and firearms to the location. They also received other items duty-free, but I could not find any specifics. Jonestown was held up as a benevolent communist community, with Jones stating, I believe we are the purest communists there are. Jones's wife, Marceline, described Jonestown as dedicated to live for socialism, Total economic, racial, and social equality. We're here living communally. Jones wanted to construct a model community. Jones did not permit members to leave Jonestown without his express prior permission. If someone is allowing you to leave to not leave something that sounds like a call without prior permission, I would say to get out of there. And at this point, after selling, settling in Guyana... The um, Jonestown changed, and these are some of the following ways that that the that the community values had changed. Um, I'm sure if you find online or if you look at my sources, there'll be a lot more, but these were the ones that I thought was were most important to the story. So Jim Jones started using mind control and behavior modification to his followers. He would read news readings that usually portrayed the U.S. as a capitalist and imperialist villain, 
while casting socialist leaders such as Kim Kim Il-sung, Robert Mungbane, and Joseph Stalin in positive light. So the people would eat um, very small portions of rice, beans, greens, and occasionally meat, sauce, and eggs. Uh, they would live in small communal houses, some with walls woven from trolley palm, which is sort of these, um, which are these giant palm leaves. Jones would eat eggs, meat, fruit, salads, and soft drinks, and he would also live in a small communal house to sort of show, like, hey, we're all equal here. We're all equal, except I get, um, you know better food than you. So, due to the slight mistreatment, not slight, due to the mistreatment of his people, they started, people started experiencing medical problems, such as severe diarrhea and high fevers, struck half the community, in, especially in February uh, 1978. So, there's also some forms of torture, and the methods included imprisonment in a six by four by three foot or in centimeters, um, 1.8 by 1.2 by 0 0.9 meters plywood box and would force children to spend the night at the bottom of a well, sometimes upside down. This torture hole, along with beatings, became the subject of rumor among local Guyanese. For some members who attempted to escape a drug such as <sighs> I can hear my chemistry teacher about to tell me off right now, but I'm gonna try my best to pronounce this. Thuronese sodium pentothal chloral hydrate the dot does not say chloral um demerol and valium were administrated in an extended care unit, and armed guards patrolled the area day and night to enforce Jonestown's rules. The children were generally surrendered to communal care and at times were only allowed to see their biological parents briefly at night. Jones was called father or dad by both adults and children. The community had a nursery at which 33 infants were born. And one interesting um, thing about this place was that the black people made up approximately 70% of Jonestown's population and 45% of Jonestown residents were black women. And this is where it gets kind of even worse. So Jones's mental health was declining quickly as was his physical health. His eyes were constantly lazed over, and he would sometimes not finish sentences, had small strokes, um, lost 30 to 40 pounds, and I'm now going to jump over to November 18th, 1978, where Jones unleashed a mass shooting at Senator Leo Ryan and his fleet of aircrafts coming to investigate the cult. Five people died and 11 were injured. Later that day, Jones was saying words like, I have failed and all is lost. He recorded a, um, and in my notes I say, um, ugh, I hate this, I hate this. 
because I do hate this next part, a 44-minute death tape. And, um, if you want to listen to the death tape, um, it is on the Wikipedia page, which is in my sources found in the episode um, description, or if you are on something that doesn't give you the episode description, um, like, if you're using Spotify, I'm pretty sure you should be able to see it, um, you can look up Jonestown on Wikipedia, and it is truly frightening, and in itself, it should include a trigger warning, and I will not be saying what is on the tape, because I got through about, maybe, give or take 20 seconds. So, before recording the tape, Jones gathered his people under a pavilion and gave them all grape flavor aid. And I know that Wine and Crime has covered this case before. And, um, I have no clue what flavor aid is. I did not have time to Google this because I'm record- as I'm recording this, it's Monday and these come out on Tuesday. So, I did not have time <laughs> to kind of finish my notes. But... I think it's like an older version of Kool-Aid, but I'm not sure. It was poisoned with, and I'm going to try to say chemical names again, diaphragm, promethylene, chlorophazamine, chloroquine, the, the, the coral hydrate, valium, and cyanide. Um, the only words that I understand, and that's in the sentence I just said, was Valium and Cyanide, only because I know Cyanide is what you take, you know, if you want a quick death, and I have heard Valium a lot of times in, like, crime shows that I've watched, like NCIS, but I have absolutely no clue what it is. And, um, back to the story, after Jones gave the speech, he basically told his followers to commit voluntary suicide which is a thing and I might actually have a um have a regular when I open case about it I think I have one in my notes somewhere and they did and reportedly the children went first probably because they were children they were they were just kids um and even more heartbreaking, the parents had to watch them die. There were only a few survivors who figured out what was happening and did not participate by pretending to be dead. That has actually um, happened in other cases before where people will pretend to be dead. Um, that was really hard to say. If you could feel my energy kind of draining, it's not because it's almost 10 o'clock at night. It's just because... This case is really sad, and yes, I did try to throw a little bit of humor in by me trying to remember chemistry terms. Um, yeah, sorry to my teacher, I have no clue what chloroquine is. Um, so, yeah, that that is the very sad case, and up next I'm going to be talking about an episode from a TV show that talked about this in a way. Um, Alright, so there is an episode of Criminal Minds that is season four, episode three. You can find Criminal Minds this season, at least on Netflix. 
Um, and I'm going to issue a spoiler alert, obviously, because this is, um, sorry, this is, you know, obviously me seeing what the episode is about. So, basically, agents Reed and Prentice go undercover to save um, a teenage girl who they have suspect suspected is being um, sexually abused by the leader, whose name I believe is Cyrus. I haven't watched this episode in maybe three years, but I believe his name is Cyrus, and he is played by the late great Luke Perry, who I know from um, Riverdale, rest in peace. And um, Cyrus had similar views as to Jones, and he basically... He, he blows up his followers in a murder-suicide to protect them from the FBI. And it's a really, um, it's a really sad episode, but it does touch base on how powerful these cults can be, and I might, I think, I'm, I think I do cover a cult, I, I know I have the Manson, I have the Manson cult lined up to cover, totally not because there's a person involved in the case with the last name Tate, which is my first name, but some of these calls can get really bad, and it's really not, it's not a good environment, so yeah, if you want to, I, sorry, I trailed off, um, if you want to watch this episode, um, I believe it is called Current Loss, no, it is called Minimal Loss, and, um, sorry, that is, Season 4, Episode 3, on Netflix, and I think if you're not in the U.S., it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, I wish I was not in the U.S. so I could see Criminal Minds on Disney+, Plus, but I'll settle for Hulu and Netflix, I guess. And, yeah, uh, again, Season 4, Episode 3. Alright, that was the saddest episode that I've ever done. Um, saying that this is literally not even my 10th episode, and I kind of already have a kind of a following, which is another story, but this is definitely one of the sadder cases that I've covered, so again, sorry for the semi-lack of jokes, I know some of you do like the little jokes, um, but there is, um, you can listen back and enjoy me trying to pronounce chemistry terms, I don't know if my teacher's listening to this, if you are, hello, um, uh, so yeah, thank you for listening, and this Friday there will be a new episode of, you know, regular when I open, not 15 minutes of Tate talking randomly on our Tuesday night, or Tuesday, and the um, next episode, do not worry, will be full of way too much dark humor, um, so if you'd like to follow, please follow the podcast, you can follow me, you can follow it on Spotify, you can Apple Podcast, and if you're on Apple Podcast, um, feel free to write a review and, or, or put stars, put stars is the term, I don't know, um, or you can give me five stars, um, as far as I am, totally not checking it right now, um, as far as I'm concerned, um, we have three ratings, all five out of five stars, thank you so much, that really helps build my confidence because I might have a collaboration 
<clears throat> hint, hint, maybe. I don't know. I still have to email them. Sorry, I have to find confidence to email them. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And if I already said that, back to the follow. Um, and I am on Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter. I've definitely Twitter stalked people. But, um, yeah, Twitter at when I open dot pod and instagram at when i open dot podcast and hey if you want to suggest a case um you can actually email me now at um the number one i open podcast at gmail.com again that is the number one i open podcast at gmail.com so thank you so much for listening to me tell this very sad tale and remember to sleep with one eye open